This is an Area Code podcast. Regina, we have to talk to you. Is butter a carb? Yes. Gina, you're wearing sweatpants. It's Monday. So? So that's against the rules, and you can't sit with us. Whatever. Those rules aren't real. They were real that day I wore a vest. Because that vest was disgusting. You can't sit with us! Hi, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We love pop culture. And we love the Enneagram. We are obsessed. That's why we're hosting a podcast where we can get it all out of our system. This is No Chill Enneagram Watch Party. A safe space for Enneagram and pop culture fanatics. And a pretty great idea for a podcast. Everybody. Welcome to No Chill Enneagram. I am Richard Clark. I'm an Enneagram 4, and I'm here as usual with Bethany Perk. And hey, Bethany. Hey, Richard. Um, we I'm are a here. Two. What? I'm oh. a two on the Enneagram. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a very special guest with us, a, a, a repeat guest, a repeat visitor, the one and only true crime a fan, Shannon Whitehead. Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, hey. I feel like that's my legacy now. Everybody yeah. thinks of me as like the one who loves all the crime shows. It will be yes. in your obituary. That, um, that's okay. It will be the headline. It'll say uh, crime show. Mysterious death of <laughs> Shannon <laughs> Whitehead. <laughs> what, happened, what happened to her? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows what really happened. <laughs> Um, Shannon, before we started, you said you were like even more into the Enneagram and knowledgeable about the Enneagram. Now, did you take a class or something? No, I'm just a five and that's kind of what we do. I've read, I've read a few, (laughs) I've read a few books. I've just been more into it. I think I was pretty new, um, Mm -hmm. to the Enneagram a little bit the last time I talked to you guys, but it's just when I have a topic that I'm really obsessed with, I'm, I'm very, very into it. And so the Enneagram for the past few years has been one of those. So it's just been a natural gathering of things. Awesome. So we're going to talk about two things you're obsessed with, Enneagram and Mean Girls. How much time have you spent studying Mean Girls in the last few years? <laughs> probably looking at like the backstories of the characters. Um, I've probably done a little bit of that. Kind of wondering <laughs> oh my who they gosh. are. Or like, where are they now? You know, where I, I, know, where, <laughs> I know where Lindsay Lohan is, but for everybody oh, else, yeah. I'm just kind of like, what are they doing? I pro- That's probably the extent. Of what I've done, like just kind of, I want to see what they look like in their older age, you know. There are mm-hmm. so many people in this movie. Like, yeah, I mean, celebrities, a like, lot of characters. people I'd recognize. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. I want to talk, we'll probably do it when we type people, but like, man, there are some MVPs in this movie <laughs> in terms mm-hmm. of actors. I'm always surprised, like, Gretchen Wieners, I don't know who, what the actress's name is, but I, don't think I've ever seen her in anything since Mean Girls. Maybe one thing. Which one is she? Mm-hmm. She's Gretchen Wieners. She's the one. She's the one who her father invented the toaster strudel. Yeah, that's Gretchen Wieners. Why is this all brand new to me? Like I feel like I never watched this movie. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Did you only watch I've it for noticed. This? No, I've noticed that there is there's there are people who've seen Mean Girls, and then there are people who. Watch the watch Mean Girls all the time and know all like the I, the very I can granular quote details. At least fifty percent of the lines in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I probably at think. least. I think that's a very conservative estimate. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I feel like people would be surprised that I would even like Mean Girls. Which I was like, I wonder when I say y'all that you know, I was like thinking if y'all would be shocked and like you have true crime and then you have Mean Girls is kind of a different <laughs> spectrum. Well, like even my dad likes Mean Girls. Like it is like this kind of like teen girl movie but not really like yeah it's just isn't it it's funny i was really i like it's funny like it's a funny movie it's really funny (laughs) all right well 
let's go to our first segment. It's called Describe That Thing in Nine Words. This is where we describe the thing that we're talking about, in this case, Mean Girls, in nine words. Um, why do we do it in nine words, Shannon Whitehead? <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't know if there was a significant meaning, but... Uh, it's because the Enneagram. It's because the Enneagram has nine numbers. Nine more types. Oh, yeah. duh. Duh. It's, it's as stupid as that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing significant about the meaning, right. but like, there is, is meaning. some really deep meaning behind it. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nine types, nine letters. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. All right. I'm going to read mine because I think mine's probably the worst because uh, I wrote it about <laughs> two minutes ago. And it says... <laughs> <laughs> it says... I just read it over for the first time since I've written it. And I'm like, wow. Okay. When girl... <laughs> When girls stop being polite and start getting real. Okay. <laughs> sure. I didn't really think very hard about that one. I'm sorry. That's okay. They definitely, yeah, they definitely weren't polite there. That's a real yeah. world reference. Does anyone get that reference? The uh, the real no. world. Okay. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot about the real world too. Okay. What'd you have, Shannon? What's your nine words? Mine is. Youth drama and discovering being a B word is bad. Oh, nice. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if this is a family show. What I'm allowed to say, but <laughs> it was like, I feel like that show. was like the main, you know, thing. I was like, they realized that that's just that's not the way they want to live their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't say high school because that's too many words. So youth, youth, <laughs> youth, youth drama. Yeah, <laughs> youth. Which they all seem older than that, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're full on adults playing high schoolers, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Mine is new girl experiences highs and lows of girl world. That's a good one. That's good. Shannon's the only one with the ending in hers, which is good. Usually I do that. But I just said not. Spoiler alert. Whoops. (laughs) Spoiler alert from this movie from 2000, whatever. Right. If you haven't seen it by now, you might not. Want to I, I know we talked about it being funny, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but I do want to take a minute to just acknowledge that there are some awkward moments in this movie. That, oh yeah, that There's don't age yeah. well. Yeah, Regina. I've realized that watching some of my favorite movies over again. Yeah, and I'm like, Mean Girls is one of those. I was like, there's some stuff in here that is like, oh, that's funny, but it's offensive, and I see that now. Yeah, yeah there are two things I want to just call super out super well. Yeah, <laughs> the Regina says the R word like. 14 times in this yes <laughs> that's the first thing i remember noticing because it was yeah. on uh, katie's first day yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep. and there the other thing is just their treatment of race is like right on the bubble i really don't yeah. know how i feel about it yeah um mm-hmm. i just thought it was so interesting like there's an there's a joke early on that i was just like whoa it was jarring is it when katie they say there's a new student from Africa, and then the teacher looks at the one black student and is like, welcome. She's no. like, I'm from, what does she say? Detroit. Uh, Detroit. I'm from Cleveland something like or something. Or, yeah, yeah. something yeah. yeah. Mine was kind of when, um, what was it? Oh, in the lunchroom, where she's like, I had a lot of friends in Africa, and she stops at the table with the black students, and she's like, Jumbo. Jumbo. <laughs> whatever she said there are many times in this movie where (laughs) just race is like part of a group like like there's like all of the normal white things and then there's the asians and the black somethings and like Mm -hmm. they do that multiple times that's the part i'm most uncomfortable with i think (laughs) yeah even though it may or may not be realistic realistic yeah yeah the treatment of the Asians was interesting. I still, I don't really have like a deep theory about it, but I was just like, that's just a really interesting angle that they went with with the Asian students. <laughs> it is really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. it's probably, it's probably not okay. <laughs> it's like these two Asian high school students are like both having an affair with like mm-hmm. this 45 year old white coach. It's yeah. Yeah, that's a subtle thing. It's it's like a subtle, a slightly subtle thing that the coach just weirdly has a 
uh, overly young Asian fetish mm-hmm. yeah. um, that he is acting on. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's never really dealt with in any serious way. That's yeah. pretty weird, too. Right. A lot of and weird stuff. we're talking about it, I would have loved to see kind of like some of the perspective from the black students in there. Maybe because I'm black and I'm looking at it like, I wonder, I would love to hear from them sort of and what they would have thought of this Halloween party and of this whole thing, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you right. don't really hear from their perspective in the movie yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. Okay, so here's the question I have. I've watched this movie like way back in the day and then I watched it for the first mm-hmm. time today. Shannon, you recommended it. So how much like how much how often do you watch Mean Girls like in your or normal everyday life, Shannon? I used to watch it a lot, but this is probably the first time when I rewatched it for this, just to refresh. I this is probably the first time I've watched it in a couple years. Okay. And because I'm an old lady, I pulled out my DVD player and everything. So Me too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I have it on DVD. Yeah. This was a whole thing. If anyone's listening to this and wanted to watch it before listening, I'm sorry. I had to like last second hold, get it from the library to watch this thing. Oh wow. You can rent it. From Amazon Prime, right? Oh, right. Yes, yes, For like yes. $3 or something. Yes, you can yeah. pay $3 and watch Mean Girls. That's right. Yeah. But if you don't want to pay $3, you're going to have to... <laughs> get a library card. Get a I library feel card. like I end up watching it like once a year. It's like always on TV. And not huh. that I have cable television, but my parents do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like bust out the DVD and watch it, but Yeah. Well, let's type the people in this thing. That's our next segment. <laughs> I but. struggled with like, there's a hundred characters, it feels like. And I was like, oh, Shit, I so was like many. how many, like, what I point know. did I even stop, you know? <laughs> well, I that's have... a really good point because this mm. is a movie that treats even like the most minuscule characters like they feel... Yeah. Substantial. I don't know if I right. would go as far as to say three dimensional or something. Uh-huh. Like they're pretty cartoonish, but like they feel like people that would have that would be your favorite fill in the blank, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But you never even get their names. Like I always think of the character where she's like, I saw Katie wearing army pants and flip flops but and so, I wore yeah, yeah. But she has like a few recording, yes. you know, scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so but I never I don't think they ever said her name or anything, but I always think about her. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. The, the way they reuse like extras essentially is really interesting and smart mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I agree. And it feels right. Like, it feels like high school. Like, that's yeah. high school. Like, who are you yeah. again? I don't know who you are, but I see you every day. But I don't really care about your name or anything. Maybe that's why they did it like that. Because yeah. the, these are the popular main characters, and the other ones, nobody really knows who they are anyway. So should Maybe. we start with the known and go unknown, or vice versa? Maybe we should start with unknown and go up to the yeah, lead up to it. the big players. I'm just going to start where the pictures start in IMDb. <laughs> Because there's a, there's a place on IMDb where it's just like the shadow person with no picture. Oh, okay. And their name is Spelling Girl. Um, and I don't think we're going to know who that is. Kevin Napoor. Kevin Kevin G. Oh, okay. Kevin is, he's G. A, he's a rapper. The rapping yeah. uh, math guy. The rapping oh, math Oh, you suck at MCs. MCs they got, got nothing on me. <laughs> I, think, I think this one's easy. Don't you guys? It was a little easier for me than other ones. Okay. What do you think? So let's see if you agree with me. I pegged Kevin as a three-wing four. Oh, you put a wing on him. I definitely thought he's a three. I, think I, didn't, give a everybody, three. I didn't give everybody a wing, but Kevin got a wing. I could see him not being a three-wing two, that's for sure. Yeah. Just the way he's like, you will join our thing so that we can win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that, even more importantly, so that we can get, what was it he wanted to get? Uh, jackets. He wanted to get jackets. Yeah, the jackets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a lot of confidence mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about Karen Smith? I struggled with her the most, honestly. She's the, yeah. She's, she's a, a mystery. D- she's the dumb one, for lack of a better she's way. She's the of dumb one. The for airhead. Sure. Yeah. Um, and she does not have much of a personality, which makes her hard to type. Right. And I am having. As I'm watching this movie, I'm having an existential crisis that I think we're going to continue to revisit on the show, which is, does the dumb one always have to be a seven? 
See, I thought about this, and I think no, because... <laughs> Sevens everywhere just went, phew. Karen is a follower. Like, yeah. she's not a leader. She's not a... Karen and Gretchen are followers. Mm-hmm. They don't take the lead ever. They, are, they need a queen bee to serve. And sevens are not followers. Oh, interesting. Sevens do point, not yeah. want to be constrained by someone else telling them what to do and calling the shots. And really so, true, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's seven. So I put her as a six-wing seven. Huh. I had her as a seven-wing six, and as you were talking, I was thinking, well, maybe she was a six-wing seven then, because I've seen some sixes where yeah. maybe they'd be more apt to follow a leader. You yeah. Know? You don't think none yeah. for her? She kind of was going along with everything. Definitely could be nine. Yeah. yeah. I think probably six or nine again we don't have much to go off of yeah <laughs> so it's kind of just like a stab in the dark <laughs> all right poor poor Karen I was like I can't think of anything <laughs> that makes her a nine but I can't think of any reason why she couldn't be a I nine think either. the scene but... at the end is very telling when she's mm-hmm. doing the news and she's like there's a 60 percent chance that it's already <laughs> raining she's like you know, <laughs> doubting, not very confident, even mm. when she's standing in the rain. Yeah. And saying there's a 60% chance that it's already raining. So that's, that's why I think I lean six. Interesting. So. I feel nine, personally, um, just because I felt like she was, like, the stable presence in the movie, like, by a long mm-hmm. shot. Like, she... She does not waver in anything, really. She just goes mm-hmm. with the flow. She's kind of attached to the people she's attached to. Um, and she doesn't even project a lot of anxiety about stuff, which yeah, is interesting. She, and I think she merges, too. Yeah. I think yes. she just yeah. is whatever sh- the people around her are. Mm-hmm. So, true. All okay, right. yeah, she's true. a nine. I can't even imagine a seven having that weather segment either. You know, like imagine a seven doing the weather. And now I'm like, how did I say she was a seven? Speaking of dumb people, how about Aaron Samuels? Oh, my gosh. What a dope. Aaron, can I just rant about Aaron Samuels for a second? I would love a Bethany's rant about Aaron Samuels. Okay, I hate it when characters in movies are like a nice, hot guy. Mm-hmm. Who date a total bitch, but mm-hmm. we are supposed to believe that he's such a nice guy. Yeah. And yet he would date this evil person, but we're supposed to really believe that he's nice and good? No, I don't think so. I don't believe that he's nice and he would date Regina. Yeah, he can't pr- truly be that nice and date Regina. <laughs> You know, you're you know 100% I'm right, Bethany. Yeah. Like, this is the patriarchy, is what this is. This <laughs> it is. is. This is this dude doing the lowest common denominator nice guy shit and getting credit mm. for it. Yeah. Um, he turns around and says, Hey, welcome to our school. And she's like, Oh my God. <laughs> this yep. guy's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Like, if anyone takes anything away from this movie, it should be that. Our- <laughs> the Aaron Samuels is a tool for the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> women's women's uh, standards are way too low. Oh, yeah. The bar is on guys. the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, I can the, the bar is below the Earth's core, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Earth's core. But is he hot enough for Even it to make up for that? A little no, bit? No, he, he, no. He's not I don't think hot. so. Okay. No. I mean, maybe for her coming from, you know, not ever, you know, having a crush before, maybe to her he was. But she did maybe. have a crush, remember. <laughs> she, had that one. One. she had one. It didn't one. go crush. very well. <laughs> <laughs> he told her to go away. It was like five, but yeah. That's funny. Yeah. He's not yeah. a lion, so he's super hot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, what number is he? I said, sorry, Bethany. I think that Aaron Samuels is a two-wing one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. And my justification was that he was kind of like always looking for the good in Regina. And I just noticed that he like, I don't know. I just noticed that sometimes with twos in relationships, just kind of like seeing the best in people Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and claiming that. And I I just, I don't know. That's what made me think that. And then he was all 
about I can't even remember which parts that he was all rah rah justice about certain things and that's what made oh, me yeah. think that he might have a one wing yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it hurts, but I can see it. <laughs> I had him it. as a, I had him as a nine just because I feel like in order to date Regina, you have to be like super easygoing and just kind of avoidant to be able to put up with her stuff and how mean she is. But yeah, but I could see too as well. Let's talk about okay. Damien and Janice. Oh, yes. The the the, the real friends. Yes. <laughs> the real That's friends. I like to call them. I know. Um the the other line that may or may not hold up. He's too, no, doesn't hold up because it's just boring. It's just a lazy joke. He's too gay to function. What does that yeah. mean? Like that just annoyed me and how lazy it was. What a yeah, dumb Yeah, I mean, he very joke. much can function. So <laughs> And like like the logic of that joke is is frustrating. It's like the mm-hmm. more gay you are, the less you're able <laughs> yeah. to function. It's just like a strange world That's in which true. that joke lives. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. didn't okay. another thing that didn't age well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what about Janice? We didn't type him. <laughs> I said Damien and Janice. Damien and Janice, the the real friends. But they're two different people. I know. We're doing Janice first and then Damien. Oh, okay. I think we have to. I just got really really, excited about Damien. They're tough, yeah. I think I have an opinion about Janice, though. I have an Mm -hmm. opinion about Damien. Okay, my opinion about Janice is that she is a one. Oh. I think she continued to be the source of objectivity. In mm-hmm. Katie's life, she was relatively unflappable, and that's all. Well, think okay. about how she was planning when they had the blackboard, and she was, like, planning the whole attack. Yeah. I was like, that could be very one Wait, on the, the blackboard, planning the attack on the blackboard? Where they had... Um, the plan um, to take down gonna... Regina. There we go. Yeah. Right. Army of skanks, hot body. <laughs> right. Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. the way she had that thing planned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had four for her <laughs> literally just because she's like this angsty goth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the obvious choice. I don't think. I thought about that for her too. And I was like, but I hate to say that just because she's artsy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I ended up putting her as a six mm. um, just because I recognized a little bit of my six wing in her and how fiercely she was kind of like going after that. Like, oh, you wronged me. And you she held my a loyal grudge. And huh. she, I mean, that grudge was strong. Yeah. So, Interesting. And so I had her as a six wing five. Interesting. I like, I love Janice. I think she's really funny, but she, I don't, it, it is hard to think about her type. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, she's one. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> we had three different types of this. We were not on the same accord at all. No, not at all. That's okay. <laughs> all right. What about Damien? I think Damien is a one. Oh. He's hmm. like, Okay, so he's, like, really into, like, being a student and in choir and the spring fling. Like, that's very much high school one energy. Mm -hmm. And, like, the part where (laughs) he's, like, a rule follower. And, like, when he and Janice are, like, on their way home from the art show and he can't stop the car because he has his curfew, he's like, I can't Mm. stop. My curfew is at 1 a.m. I can't stop the car. And then he's like, (laughs) I want my pink shirt back. That all just, like, felt (laughs) (laughs) one to me. That is pretty one. That's hilarious. You have a good point. I didn't think about that at all. I kind of like the idea that it's two ones hanging out. In high school, and that's maybe what, how they found each other and, and connected. It could be, yeah. Because yeah. well, I, I had them as two sixes hanging out. Because oh, I, had okay. I had him as a six wing seven because mm. I noticed towards the beginning of the movie, especially he was always warning everybody about everything. Like he was just so worried um, about mm. every little thing, and I, I yeah. was just like, ah, oh, that seems kind of seven ish. But now I can see how that can maybe be a one thing just yeah. kind of like, oh make sure you do this and this and this so i don't know now i'm so questioning and i had the mystery sixes take it out um let's talk about 
Gretchen Wieners. And I have yes. real strong opinions about this. I have notes on this one. Okay. I, I have think, a strong opinion, too. Well, you go first. Okay. I think Gretchen is a two. Dang it. I think she... What? No, we disagree? Ahead. Yeah, we disagree. I hate disagreeing so with she... Bethany on this show. It's really not fun. <laughs> I almost agree with Bethany on this one. Almost. Okay. okay. Close. She has this need to feel positively about herself she thinks very highly of herself and she says i'm such a good friend like after she tells katie that regina got a nose job she's Mm -hmm. like and i never told anyone because i'm such a good friend and she thinks everyone likes her and she really prides herself on like being a good friend yeah and she's another follower like like karen and so i see that as as two stuff Thinking that everyone likes her and needing to feel positively about herself. Yeah, that is some pretty big two energy there. Mm-hmm. Got a point. I mean, and you would know from personal experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had but there's also we found one too, we, so I was close to that. Interesting. Yeah, oh. we found there's such thing as uh, as self oriented bias on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we've typed a lot of people as fours and twos. Mm-hmm. Throughout the season. you have uh, yeah. as far as yeah, and he's like yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think she's a six, and the quote uh. that I wrote down was: "Once Gretchen thought Regina was mad at her, the secret started pouring out," which I think is like when she goes counterphobic against Regina, and it's pretty clear, like to me. That she is totally devoted to Regina until she Mm -hmm. just isn't anymore. And then she is... Well, she's hurt by her. Yeah. That's that's what it is. She thinks that Regina doesn't like her anymore and that hurt her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. broke her. Mm -hmm. So what would that be? Like, what's the difference? Um, What What would a six... What would the six thing be? What would the six motivation be? Well... I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that she's a six uh-huh. because it could be she's needing to get like her loyalty back. Yeah. Like, she wants to restore things so she can remain loyal to Regina. Yeah. But it could also be her, if she's a two, going to eight and stress and then just turning on her. Yeah. The but, other thing I noticed was she was like the one who... She seemed to be the one who really like kept order in the group, who kept things like she was always talking about the lunch rules. She was always the one that was talking about the lunch rules and making sure mm-hmm. when Katie showed up like that she was both comfortable, but also that she knew how things were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that that it to me, it was really telling that that was the method through which she attacked Regina, right? Mm-hmm. Once once she turned on a Regina. It wasn't that she just went after her, but that she just applied the rules as hard as she could um, mm-hmm. towards Regina. So I don't know. I also wrote down, I could hate, I think, I think Gretchen said, I could hate her and at the same time, I still wanted her to like me. No, that was Katie. That was Katie. Why did yes. I write that down? I think I wrote that down. I wrote that down too for I Katie. did too. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did we all write it down? Something it just, to do with her number? It's just very telling of motivation. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll talk about that when we get there. Sorry to <laughs> call that out. Okay. Well, we're a stalemate between six and two. That's Which fine. means I, I can yeah, see yeah, six. Kind of the moment when she she goes, why does Caesar get to stomp around with her huge feet and blah 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 blah? <laughs> we should all just stab Caesar. That's a six <laughs> moment right there. Yes, yes yeah. that was the moment I became yeah. totally convinced. That That's she a, a six moment. So we should all just and stab I have seen Caesar. Some sixes turn against leaders that way too. Oh, so, yeah. like, so that doesn't surprise me. I didn't peg her as a six. I was still thinking one wing. Two and now uh-huh. that I heard Bethany spiel, I'm thinking two wing one, but I totally can see six too now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm excited to t- talk about Mrs. George, Regina's mom. Oh gosh. So excited <laughs> to talk about this. And I wrote down a quote for this. Ready? 
Okay. okay. I didn't have a quote for her. Go ahead. Need anything? Snacks? A condom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's the best Mrs. George quote. You kids keep me young. God, I love you. I think yeah. she's a two. Sure. Oh. I think okay. she's desperate had, to ingratiate these sense. kids to her. Oh, yeah. She is so helpful. It is detrimental <laughs> to <laughs> the way that she's raising her children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had her as a seven because she was all just like, as long as everybody's having fun. That's yeah. That's how it felt to me. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't give her a wing. But I kind of had her as a seven. But that's also kind of that. like, oh, just because she's fun doesn't mean she's a seven, you know. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right, Mr. Duval. This Mr. Duval. dude is my MVP in this show. He, yeah, I think, I is I love him. Tim Meadows he's plays great. this dude so understated, and it is incredible. That what is that line? I think Bethany, I texted it to you. Gosh, I gotta look it up. You don't was... have to give a speech, or most people don't give a speech, right? <laughs> Yeah, that, that they, whole just take the, thing. they just take the crown and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. favorite Mr. Duvall moment is when he's giving a, he's talking to Cameron and he's talking about Regina and Aaron and he's like the two were seen canoodling at so and so's party. <laughs> like he's in on all the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was when he gets out of the office with that baseball bat. And he yeah. is like, he sees how wild everybody is. Oh, like, hell hell I didn't no. leave the South Side for this. For this. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Oh, Junior. I just love him. That's yeah. so good. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have a number for him. Does anyone? I did the thing that y'all were talking about earlier. So I think that he's a five. And maybe that's just because I saw so much of myself in him. I was like, I can totally see people looking at him and thinking eight which happens with me sometimes, but I saw mm-hmm. five because I was like, I feel like he was just so fed up and everybody was just like kind of sucking energy from him with a lot of this like high school drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. I was just yeah, And also him. just how awkward he is with Miss Norbury. Oh, yeah. like, Good he's point. just so <laughs> awkward with her. Yeah. Good point. I think, sure. He, Shannon, I do you think, think fives are awkward? I think we can be. I don't. I couldn't tell you why. I have a few articles bookmarked about awkwardness in science today <laughs> that I haven't read yet. So That's I can get amazing. back to you on the science so of awkwardness good. and what causes people to be awkward, and maybe it'll come back to some fiveness. But I think that we can be. I don't know why. Maybe because we're so in our head, and it takes a lot of yeah. outside, outside yeah. thereness to to be socially not awkward. Yeah, social interactions rely on a lot of like feelings mm-hmm. gut gut feelings yep. and, stuff. and yep. intuition yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and um, external performance you know like that a too. lot of my happening yeah. is very internal and i was like oh mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to get this out now yeah <laughs> well i add on to that that fives just because of the way they process and handle things are just not as practiced as well right <laughs> Maybe, as a general yeah. rule I ask that because I feel like in a number of episodes, we've talked about social awkwardness of vibes, and I yeah. wanted to verify a little bit. Um, right. You thought I was going to come in here and be like, hey, now. Hey, <laughs> we, need, we need someone to. If that's gonna, if that's the thing, we need to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like I like it. And I like Duvall as a positive five, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. not, just a, not just socially awkward. Like, he actually brings something mm-hmm. to the table. I think. Yeah. He's confident. Like I can see him being a five and he's so confident in his role as the principal and he's probably been doing it forever that he's just not really afraid of him. And he's coming off as, you know, eight ish. He's going to his eight. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, totally. All right. Let's talk about his uh, love interest, Miss Norbury. (laughs) Miss Norbury. (laughs) The teacher. Um, I have a quote for her too. Mm-hmm. I, it's the it's it, this is a predictable quote, but I'm a pusher. I push yes, people. I, wrote that I push people. Too. It's mm-hmm. what I do. Yes. Yep, I, that's so funny. I wrote down I'm a pusher. So what does that mean? She is. It's so smart of the movie to take that character trait and make it into a like pivotal line in the mm-hmm. movie too. Mm-hmm. Um. So I put her as a four wing three, hmm. and I hmm. thought the three part was. Because mm. of the pusher. And now I can't really remember why I said four for her. But interesting. The three I mean, thing, it could be the four wing three. That is so interesting because I am that way sometimes. Bethany can probably attest to this. <laughs> I do push people into shit, right? Like mm. I, um, I, when I think someone is like cut out for something or that like there's potential there, 
I will push them into it. But it wasn't the number I was thinking. But that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe it's because towards the beginning of the movie where she's like, oh, I have such bad luck. And I've got this going on. She was kind of mood and gloom a little mm. bit. And that she was kind of yeah. four vibes. And then she's when she's like, a little I pushed depressed. my husband into law school. Uh, yeah, maybe she best. was just depressed. But she was like, I pushed my husband into law school. And I pushed this and I pushed that. And I was like, hmm. Interesting. What do you think, Bethany? See, I was basing everything I think about her Enneagram number off of I'm a pusher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I guessed one or two, like when I think of those that are pushy, maybe eight as well. Hmm. So I was, I was, I, before what Shannon said, which ring really true for me and also appealed to my bias. um, (laughs) uh, I was thinking six. Because I've I've known like sixes who who latch on to people and and are committed and loyal to people also feel that they know what they need, yeah, um, and push them into it, right? Yeah. And so, which I think twos do as well, but def- yeah, sure. twos and sixes definitely do that. Yeah, that whole speech that Shannon you alluded to, like I pushed my husband in law school, I pushed mm-hmm. blah blah. I was like, wow. That's some sick stuff right there. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember what else she pushed. She said like three things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's pushing Katie to be a better math student because mm-hmm. Katie's actually really good at math. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Yeah, cool. she was tough too. We didn't get a whole lot of insight into her inner world. So, no. True. As opposed to Regina George. I don't feel, yeah. and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't feel that I know much about Regina George. They really um, kind of keep her at arm's length. She was kind of like a caricature of kind of like just the mean girl, but we never got really to see what was causing her to be mean or anything like that. So, Like the weight stuff a little bit. Like the moment I think that she is most three-dimensional is when she says like, this is all I have. When she's talking about this Sweat is all I can fit into. Sweatpants are all that fits me right now. Sweatpants are all that fits me right now. Something yeah. I quote often in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so relatable. I feel I do relate to that. Literally, Jennifer will laugh listening to this because that is 80, 90% true for me right now. Sweatpants are off in it too right now. It's true for many of us. I guess that's true. You're not alone. (laughs) I mean, I feel like Regina, the only number that really seemed possible for her is eight. Yeah, I she's yeah, kind of right. the villain. She yep. is very obviously dominating and controlling those around her. Like that moment when after well, first of all, she takes Aaron back after finding out that Katie has a crush on him. She had no interest in him before. And and then Katie notices that she's like flaunting him in front of her. She's like, Katie. Tell Aaron that his hair looks sexy pushed back. Like, she's trying mm. to dominate her. And then there was that part of how Mrs. Norbury asked, who here has felt personally victimized by Regina George? And everyone in the room raised their <laughs> hand, including the other <laughs> teachers and Mr. Duvall. Right. <laughs> that slow hand raise. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah, great moment. I had her either as an eight or a three. I think I saw more of the eight towards the end of the movie because mm-hmm. uh, at first I was thinking three, maybe just yeah. because of obvious factors, like how obsessed she was with appearance and everything like that. But she was giving off some big eight energy there towards the end too. Yeah, yeah. I'm full eight on this now that I think about it. And I'm remembering now what I was thinking during the movie. There was a lot of like things, actions that she takes that feel yeah. controlish, mm-hmm. And I think to me, the big dead giveaway is... Um, when what she do, she does what she does with the burn book, and then all chaos yeah. breaks loose, and there's that shot of her at the top of the stairs, yeah, surrounded right. by chaos. I love that shot. I love and she's oh, just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. reveling in it. Yeah, that's right. And even though I wrote down three or eight, I can't really imagine a three doing a lot of the things that she was doing because a three, I don't think, is going to get anything out of like taking Aaron Samuels back. You know, like that yeah. kind of thing, like that that does nothing for them. It's not going to look good because nobody cared. So it yep. was kind of yeah. just more like Bethany said, it's kind of control. Yeah. Yeah. That scene is uh full eight energy if I've ever <laughs> seen it. Yeah. All right. Katie, this could be interesting. Yeah. 
Because I think I got her pegged, but I, I'm really curious what you guys think. Shannon, what do you think Katie is? I felt probably the most sure about Katie. I thought that she was a nine. Huh. She felt very oh. nine to me. Huh. It was like, oh, y'all seem surprised. I am surprised. But am yeah, surprised. but that line we were talking about, like I can hate her and still want her to like me. You know, like she it seemed like she was very focused on keeping the peace with all these different groups and molding yeah. in with Janice and Damien and all of them. And I, she just she just felt really nine to me. We yeah. have to be able to account for the fact that she is basically two different people in this movie. Right. It's mm-hmm. not something I really paid attention to when I wasn't trying to figure out her Enneagram type, but she really changes like so much. She's like at the beginning, she's this shy, withdrawn math nerd, really nice and sweet and innocent. Mm -hmm. And then she turns into like this completely image obsessed Mm kind of backstabbing, like doesn't care about her friends anymore like horrible person and then goes back to being like a good person again. Mm-hmm. So I had a hard time with her, but she just starts lying. Like that's yeah. where she turns is she just straight up starts lying. Interesting. Yeah. Like pretending to be Regina's friend mm-hmm. and then like going back and telling Janice and Damien all that stuff and Weird plot. lying to Aaron about, the math stuff, like she's just lying mm. left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it even felt more shocking to watch <laughs> this time around. It was just like, oh, wow. Like, I can't really, can't yeah. really do that. You're talking me out of this, but I had her as a five. And I want to explain huh. why. The way that she talks about human beings as something she's studying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the way she handles social interaction at high school feels five-ish mm. in terms of like, this is where the blah, blah, blah. Does the blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? The like, animal kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I guess like some of that is just like a holdover meant to just remind us that she came from Africa or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But but she also, I, this is why I wanted to save her parents. Her parents are clearly fives, I felt like. Like they're big like scientist people and they're obsessed with like her doing good in school and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the ho- the homeschool thing comes mm-hmm. with a sort of social awkwardness that a five might yeah. have. They um, didn't really push her for details either. And I was like, I feel like if I had kids, maybe I'd be that kind of parent. And it's like, oh, you said you made, you didn't make any friends today or you made a friend today. And she just goes about her business. It's like, okay, like, I don't know that I'd push it. She'll talk when she's ready. <laughs> you know? Right. So maybe I didn't try to type her parents, but I can see what you're saying. I also thought I wrote down for her, like when Aaron says to her, you are just like a clone of Regina. Huh. And so I took the fact that she lies and then became a clone <laughs> of Regina and thought maybe she's a three. I knew you were going to say that. I was afraid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But I'm laughing I because I wrote in my notes, maybe she is a six who, and then I stopped writing. <laughs> 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 I think I was going to say six who d- disintegrates to three uh-huh. in the middle portion of the movie. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like the five thing breaks down because she really isn't all that concerned about seeming competent. That is no. very clear when right. she wants to meet right. a boy. Yeah. She mm-hmm. fails utterly. Mm-hmm. She's not interested in joining mathletes where she would excel. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And I can't see myself going to that much trouble for either friend group, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like everything that she puts herself through socially. Yep. Um, I'm just like, ooh, like I don't. I feel like I would just pick a lane, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So she was tough, though. She yeah. is tough. I could see baby three, but mm-hmm. but I also like I'm not convinced she's like a very consistent character in general. Like she's that, not. Yeah, I will but, say I that. Mean, I guess a lot of people aren't consistent in high school though. But I don't know. <laughs> That's a really. Good I can't. Point. I can't imagine a nine being able to go to that. I don't know. Maybe going to that level of bitchiness though. A yeah. nine doing all of that, and so I was thinking nine for her for a lot of things. But then when Bethany's talking about like how really mean and how she got during the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. I can't really mm-hmm. see a nine getting that to that level. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I think that's a number she's definitely not. 
but that line that we all wrote down uh, that she Mm -hmm. says like I could hate her at the same time still want her to like me that read to me not as a character trait but like as Mm -hmm. a thing that happens to every high school girl probably guy too but like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a very relatable high school thing where there's this one celebrities in general right the way we think of celebrities we hate them but we also want them to like us (laughs) definitely it might have been a bias in me because I feel like I've had a nine friend who might have like verbatim kind of said something like that to me before and Mm. I'm thinking like as a five in this context I'm like I don't care whether they like me or not you know I just kind of want them to like yeah you know you know talk to me respectfully but but you're just kind of like oh I really don't like this person but I still want them to like me and I'm like girl I cannot relate (laughs) and so maybe that was kind of just some bias there for me thinking like oh maybe that's a nine yeah kind of wanting to mold into both worlds Mm -hmm. our next segment is called life advice through the lens of the enneagram this is where we give life advice through the lens of the enneagram (laughs) i feel like we should focus on miss norbury (laughs) she's having a hard time a rough time yes she was having a rough time she was, but then she slow danced with Mr. Duvall at the end. That's true. Mm-hmm. So everything's great. No, yep. see, that's a, that's uh yeah, she's going down a tough road, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, if we were agreed about her, maybe, well, Mr. Duvall being maybe a five, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then her, we were kind of leaning towards eight. I can see that because that that's a pretty good. Theory. That is a good, yeah, that's a good combo. It is. Is it a problem that she's dating her supervisor? Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> uh, among, other, uh, among other problematic observations that we've made about <laughs> yeah. <this> movie, but <laughs> yeah, we're just dreaming of the romance part here. At least know? they're both of legal age. You That's know? true, right? They're consenting so. adults, at least. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and you can do anything once your coach is caught doing what he's doing. So yeah, right. He's made, they're making them look good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, real so, good so dark um <laughs> do, what do we want to say to her we want to say hey you, good relationship you got there <laughs> i feel like she's i feel like she's turning her life around yeah like she's turn the she's, corner yeah mm. she's she's getting through the divorce it was pretty recent you know that so. scene where she sees the the good friend group uh, and she's got her little vest on from her other job. Um, mm-hmm. She comes across as so healthy in that scene, like mm-hmm. very level headed, which is fascinating, yeah. like more comfortable than when she's at school, which makes mm-hmm. me want to say my life advice for her is to just go work full time as a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Feel like she's out of her element at school. Yeah. At first, I thought you were talking about the scene where she talks to all the girls, and uh, Principal Duvall has her come up and kind of take over there. Oh, that was was good. That was her moment. Yeah, like she really had, and she like got into it really quickly. Which she should be a guidance counselor. Yeah, like she could do really well at like helping students kind of like see past their blind spots and stuff. Channeling that pushing, being a pusher Mm -hmm. into. Into what she does. Yes. I yeah. think this is a thing for eights, actually. Oh, I'm so glad we got to a real place finally. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the things for eights is like they're not really comfortable unless they do feel that they have control. And I think that she didn't feel that day to day in her class. Mm-hmm. And she felt that for some reason, like out in the mall, just talking to when they're like, oh, a teacher, you know, like you, you there's a real control dynamic there Mm -hmm. but also like when the principal goes i need you help me Mm -hmm. handle this like she that was the moment i think where she started to realize oh i do have some control over these horrific people (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i like her my my advice would be finding an opportunity like ways in which to like seize control in that way find find people who will give you that authority yeah i think we should give aaron samuels some life advice Oof, yeah <sighs> dude where to grow a backbone grow yeah. a freaking yeah, backbone make some Seriously. decisions for yourself you're not a tumbleweed just like mm-hmm. that's funny because that's how i felt about katie 
That's true. That's a good I'm just point. like, you've got this perfectly good friend group here. Yeah. Yes. Just pick one, you know? Yep. <laughs> but yep. pick Janice and Damien. Right. Definitely. That one particularly. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, I think what makes that turn the most understandable and believable is that mm-hmm. her perfectly good friend group is like, go pretend to be friends with them, which is right. just the worst thing. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. terrible. Like, that's a terrible thing to ask your friend to do and can that's only true. lead to disaster. Yeah. Right. So in her first week, bless her heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Terrible. First week at school. <laughs> All right. Well, let's rate this movie for, on a scale from one to nine. Shannon, do you know why on a scale from one to nine? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> nine Shannon, types, nine stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shannon, what do you what do you give it? I still really love this movie, problematic elements and all. Like, I still mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. Let's see. Out of nine, I think I'd give it a solid seven, I guess. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm at. Me too. At. Yep. Seven's seven. all across wow. the board. Look yeah. at that. All right. <laughs> Agreement. One so, day, one yep. This movie <laughs> is an enthusiast. It is. <laughs> that makes sense, though. That makes total sense for this movie. Is that the, it is, is it that, really is for fun. Yeah, the enthusiast. That's all right. The fun-loving, yeah. spontaneous type. That seems right. right. Wouldn't it be great if every time we rev- we rate it on the scale and then we match it with the number, it actually fits? What if that, that says something, right? That says something. Yeah, but we're never going to talk about something that we give a one star yeah. to. So maybe, maybe. That we will never Trash talk about. Trash movies are fun to talk about, though, so maybe you will. That's true. Well, if we talk I about... Suppose. The troll or something. Is that a trash movie? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Oh well. I watched I think I've seen Troll 2, but not Troll 1. I think Troll 2 is the one that's bad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. Alright, well, we did it. We did, we did it. it. We typed we typed all the mean girls. No Chill Enneagram is an area code production. It is hosted by Richard Clark and Bethany Perkins. Look, Richard's a four. He needs your affirmation. And Bethany's a two. She needs your love. Follow us and send us your thoughts on Twitter at NoChillEnyaPod and Instagram at NoChillEnyaGram. These are not a good... You're eating right now. Richard. <laughs> it was not a good podcast night. This is not a good podcast night. I would venture to say that there is no good podcast night. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Listeners, what's a good podcast night? Tweet nope, at us. There isn't one. This is an area code podcast.